The following podcast is the audio-only version of the video podcast originally posted to youtube.com slash rafaeldifuria and part of the notyouraverageglobetrotter.com project. Hello there, I'm Rafael Di Furia, back at it again on another Friday night, and this week I wanted to talk about something that I've been getting asked about somewhat frequently over the past few years, but because my channel is mostly focused on life in Italy and living in Italy, I like to focus on that subject. But the question that I've been hearing is where would I consider to live as an expat? Are there any places that I could recommend if I were to do this over again? Where would I go? Would I still choose Italy or where would I choose? (laughs) Yeah, at at the end of the day, I still would choose Italy. And I wanted to talk about places that I would think about personally if I were somebody that is right now at this point in time looking into living abroad and looking into what their options could be potentially for when this whole situation that we're in might be over. Because of course there is no time like the present and right now is a great time to do some research into where might be a fun place to be. But before we get too much deeper into the video, if you would like to see more content like this about moving to Italy, Italian dual citizenship and living life abroad, please be sure to subscribe with that notification bell turned on. And if you could also give this video a like and share it with your friends, that would be very greatly appreciated. And of course, a huge thank you to the patrons who've been making this content possible on a monthly basis. It is because of you guys that I'm able to continue with this project. And also, thank you, a huge thank you to those of you who've been buying the shirts, the onesies, and the mugs, and the cell phone cases, and all other kinds of stocking stuffers on rafaeldifuria.com slash gear for you or that special person in your life. And one thing that I will say to preface this video, because I know there are going to be some of you out there who watch these videos on a regular basis thinking, wait, this guy likes small towns. This guy doesn't like big cities. What the hell is going on here? And the thing is, yes, I do prefer living in a smaller place, but if I were to consider a big city, what would be the cities that I would consider? And so that's what this is. And I will also say that given the current situation, maybe it could be worth maybe thinking about a smaller town outside of these cities and not exactly in the center of these cities because things are working a little bit different, it seems, unfortunately. And I'm ready to go back to status quo, but We'll see when that happens again. Anyway, anyway, this list is going to be divided up into where I would live, where I would live but haven't visited necessarily but have looked into, um, runners up but wouldn't consider because of various reasons, and places where I would never consider to live. But for the places where I would live, I'm going to put those at the end of the video, so make sure you watch through the rest of this. If you're considering a life abroad or if you already are living abroad, What are the places that you would consider? Are you happy where you are? Or are there other places that are very much pulling at your heartstrings or that are pulling at your sense of adventure? I want to know that down in the comment section below. But anyway, let's start off with the places that I would consider but haven't really visited and haven't really spent much time in. And the first place that I would consider would be Tallinn, Estonia. And that's because of, I like colder weather, And 
that part of the world to me is very much of interest if or would be of interest if I were to ever consider living in another part of the world. Most of my choices would be in Europe because that's where I personally feel most at home and it's just something a place a part of the world where I enjoy. But also in Estonia the financial system there and the way that things work there is very interesting and especially for those of us who are interested in the area of startups and um, maybe especially for digital nomads. That is a very interesting country, probably the most interesting country in Europe if you're looking into those kinds of things because Europe isn't usually the easiest place to get into if you're trying to be a digital nomad. And I would say this video is more focused on the people who are looking to actually live abroad and make a life abroad in one place and settle rather than digital nomads because I would say even though some people consider digital nomads as expats, I would say that they're actually in a bit of a different category because they're more on this longer term trip and changing locations, even though many do choose to live in one place for a while, there's still a bit more mobility. Nomad, makes sense. <laughs> there's that word in that term for a reason. But anyway, another place that I would consider, Stockholm, Sweden, because just quality of life and people are supposed to be very friendly and nice there and it's supposed to be a very clean city, a very nice city. And so for these reasons, I would consider Stockholm. But moving on, the next place that I would think about would be actually Helsinki. And so I think you might be able to see a trend here so far. Um, but Helsinki, Finland, Darud Sandstorm, Finnish Metal. These for me probably would be some of the biggest inspirations for my interest in, in, in that city. But I would say similar kind of reasoning to um, Stockholm and even a little bit Estonia, just quality of life, that it's a bit cooler there and I do enjoy that. So that would be something that for me is very much of interest. But then another city in a very different part of Europe, Porto, Portugal. Porto, Portugal. It's a city that is very close to the ocean, but it has a river running through it and so probably going to have like a lot of nice fresh air that comes in. And port wine. I mean, that's a, that's, that's, that's a pretty good reason I would say. <laughs> but then also you have the Portuguese culture, Portuguese cuisine. And Portugal for me is one place that I think is very underrated and has been for a long time. And it's always kind of been, in my opinion, feeling like it's on the verge of kind of becoming overrun by expats and overrun by tourists. Definitely the south, the Algarve region, has definitely been overrun by British expats in the past. But I would say that in the American sort of sphere, it's not as well known about, and especially because for coming for, for people coming from the UK, it's always been a much cheaper flight and very easy to get there. You fly into Faru and then you have everything very close by. Another place that I would consider would be Amsterdam for very much the same reasons as I mentioned about Tallinn, Stockholm and Helsinki, about quality of life and that the pace of life there does seem to be kind of interesting, a bit funky, some artists, some uh, interesting people, lots of businesses. I know a lot of history and also happens to be a bike-friendly city in a bike-friendly country. Not that I'm so big on riding bikes, but 
think it would be a fun place to be. And then two more cities in a completely different part of the world, but you might be able to see some connection with uh, the weather. Uh, in Wellington or Auckland, New Zealand, I can say I have never met somebody from New Zealand that I didn't like. I've always had a lot of great connections and a lot of fun with people from that country. And everything that I've ever looked into about New Zealand and uh, the nature and the beauty of the country has always seemed something that I really like and something that I actually really liked also about the northwest of the United States, especially northern Washington and the southern part of British Columbia in Canada. But I'm going to get back to Canada here in just a second on my list of places that I would never consider living, and I'll tell you why in a second. Next, let's talk about some of the places, some places that I have been to and some places that I haven't been to, and they would be the runners-up, but why I wouldn't consider them. The first place would be Madrid, Spain. Love that city. It is such a fun city. It is always hustling and bustling. There's always something going on there, and you can find places that are open really late at night, at least when things are normal. A lot of great shopping, and getting around the city isn't that difficult. However, for me, it's a little bit too big. You have a lot of people from all over the world, and that leads to a really interesting experience. You do have all different parts of the city which have their individual own flavor to them and then you have things like the rastro market or then you have like the nicer parts of town where things are a lot more expensive and then you have the center where things are touristy however even though i wouldn't necessarily consider living in madrid there are some nice little towns around there there's one called oh, i can't remember the full name it's but a lot of people call it el escorial and I wouldn't necessarily consider living in the lower part of the city or the town, but the upper, older part of the city, beautiful, really beautiful. It's really out of the way, so you have to really want to be there, and it's, it's very quiet in comparison to Madrid. But that would be a place that I think would be just a beautiful place to experience life. Or even if you get just outside of the touristy area and the center, you can find a lot of really fun stores, a lot of funky clothing shops, and really some wonderful restaurants in that city. One of my other runner-up cities would be Hamburg, Germany. It is such a green and beautiful city. It can have some really beautiful weather there, but it can also get very bitter cold. And then you have the waterfront area and you can go and have your little bit of tourist fun. And then you have all these other little funky parts of town. And there's a lot happening there. A lot of outdoor big green spaces that you can go to. And a lot of waterfronts, there's some small lakes, there's some rivers, there's some different things you can go and see there. And then what's it called? The Hamburger Dom? The Dom? Whatever it is, the, the big uh, carnival in the middle of the city. That was also really cool. And then also you can get to some more sketchy, colorful areas where you would see things that you might not normally see, uh, like in the area of town known as San Pauli. I haven't actually spent that much time there, but I have definitely walked through and had a doner kebab. And actually, I did go to a McDonald's there years ago, and I'm remembering a video I made forever ago. Um, I, I don't know if it's still up on my YouTube channel, but I'll put a link up to that in the corner if it is... Which direction? <laughs> I think it's this one. Um, if that is still online. London, I'm just going to breeze through this one because... I feel it has a very similar reason as to why I wouldn't consider it, just because it is so big and so crowded and so populated that 
I would love to live there and I think it would be so much fun and I think there would be a lot of really great experiences to have. However, I just don't think it's quite right for me. But then going on to Tel Aviv. It is such a fun city, but it is a very expensive city. A lot of really amazing food, but very costly. There's always something happening in the city. It's so lively, it's so fresh and so fun. And you, the whole city is practically a beach. And then you can be in the main Tel Aviv area and then you can get outside of Tel Aviv and it right butted up next to it is another city. Not as nice as Tel Aviv, but then even you can get down to the southern tip of Tel Aviv and get into Jaffa or Yafo. And it's got this whole completely different experience, a very old world experience and a very different feel from Tel Aviv, even culturally so. And then the next three cities, I am going to bunch up all into one section because I can say that I would be interested in all of these places, but wouldn't consider them all for the same reasons. That would be Rio de Janeiro, Porto Alegre, and Sao Paulo. And in these cities, like if, if the situation in Brazil were different, if it were safer there, I would very seriously consider living there. The people in Brazil are some of the warmest, friendliest, maybe the warmest and friendliest people you will ever meet in your life. And the food, don't get me started on the food. I will go on about that forever. The barbecue, the quality of meat in Brazil. I've never had anything like it anywhere else. There are certain aspects of living life in Brazil that can be on the pricey side, but there are aspects that can be cheap, but the trade-off is safety and security. And even though I am somebody who is Brazilian, half Brazilian, I still get flagged up as a gringo. So if I were to go there, I might be targeted in the same kind of ways that some other people would be just if they're tourists. But even for the non-gringo tourists out there, it's still a very different way of life. I've spoken to my friends and family who have lived there or are from there or are living there about what are the natural normal things that you do in life. And For me, as somebody who grew up in a very different kind of place, it would be a huge adjustment. Prague would be another one of those cities on my runners-up list because there's a lot of young life there. It's supposed to be a really fun city. I'm just going to run through the next these these runners-up just a bit more quickly. Seoul, Korea, Tokyo. From the way I see it, they would be these really great experiences of Asia, seeing a huge, highly dense area with a completely different culture than what I'm used to and something that I've never had much exposure to. Not to mention, I am a huge fan of both cuisines, but then Zurich, very expensive city, which that that would be the main reason why I wouldn't really be able to consider Zurich and also getting a visa to be in Zurich and, and anywhere in Switzerland can be on the tricky side. And then Cuenca, Ecuador, I've heard a lot of wonderful things about Ecuador for expats. There are a lot of people who are looking at Ecuador at this moment in time, especially Americans, because it's much easier for them to get to, and especially given the current situation, and getting back to the United States, if you have family there that you would like to see more often, being in that part of the world could potentially be a little bit easier to make that return than if you are in like Europe, for example, and having to fly over across the whole world. Berlin would be another city that would make it to my list, but 
even though it would be a really fun place to be able to connect with creative people and a lot of startup businesses and people from all over the world, it's always seemed to me like this really gray kind of dark city, even though it does have beautiful summers there. I just don't think it would quite be the right fit for me, even though in some ways I know it would be a city that I would have a ton of fun in. And then Montevideo and Buenos Aires in Uruguay and Argentina. These would kind of be in the same category as the Brazilian cities that I mentioned, but one of the reasons why I'm talking about these places is that Montevideo, as far as I'm aware, has had one of the um, best reputations for being a really safe place in South America. From my friends in South America that I've been talking to, things have been changing there, but it seems as though there, it is, again, something about South America that I think attracts a lot of people, that it's just a different lifestyle that is slowed down and things work differently. In some ways, that works for people who are coming from uh, Anglo countries or Germanic or Nordic countries because it is so much the opposite and so much more laid back than what many of us are used to. And my last runner-up would be New York. Even though I am mostly talking to Americans in this video, I know there are other people from other countries, and they are looking at America and considering America as a potential place to be. However, at this point in time, I wouldn't be able to consider it because of what has happened this year and how much things have changed there and how many people have left. Clearly, things will be very different there, as well as many other cities, after this whole situation is over. But it really, from what I've been seeing, it really feels as though New York is going to take a long time to get back to where it was. And, and even though I've only spent a very short amount of time there, when I was younger, it was a place that for me was a dream. I was thinking that maybe... I would move to the village, go to university there, study there and live there, make a life for myself. And I'm definitely not a New Yorker or somebody who enjoys living in big cities, but it would be a place that I think could be fun and could have a lot of really enriching experiences. But before we get onto the places where I would consider to live, Let's talk about the places that I would never, ever consider in a million years. The first one on this list would maybe be the only one that would be iffy between a runner-up and a place that I would never consider, and that's Milan. It can have a very bitter cold winter, and it can feel sketchy there. It's one of the only places where I've ever been chased by people uh, like that wanted to do <laughs> some not-so-great things. I, I mentioned this in a recent video, or even where I know somebody who was attacked there um and even having friends who live in the middle east i mean it's kind of strange to me that i know more people who've had those kind of experiences in milan rather than in the middle east because i would always just coming from the west that would be something that i would associate more with that part of the world just because that's what we're influenced to kind of think because of the media around us and how things are portrayed. However, there are some really funky parts of the city, a lot of young businesses and startups there. And so from that perspective, it could be fun to be there in a lot of tech companies. And I know a lot of people who have moved there and absolutely love the city, but just for me, it wouldn't be the right choice. Paris. That one's actually really easy, just because it's Paris. I would never live there. <laughs> but Geneva, that is a city in Switzerland that is beautiful. Well, a lot of it can be beautiful, but 
when I was there, I just remember a lot of it being quite sketchy and seeing a lot of homeless people around, a lot of drug users, like people you could like see were actively doing drugs right there. And it's very strange because you have this juxtaposition of a very expensive, luxurious place. And then at the same time, you have a lot of drug users around the city. So that to me was very surprising. But then you get over to, to the lake, one of the most beautiful lakes I've ever seen in my life, the cleanest, freshest lake I've ever seen. It's the only, maybe one of a couple of lakes, maybe, but definitely the clearest lake I have ever seen that you can stand and look straight down and it is just fresh and crystal clear. So maybe I would look at a, one of the other cities on the lake and not in Geneva itself, but actually talking about Switzerland, maybe one place that would make it onto my runner-up list, even though we've already switched to a different part of the list, would actually be Lugano, because it's an Italian city, but in Switzerland, and it's a beautiful place, absolutely gorgeous. If you've ever seen Lake Como, any of the pictures of that, or if you've seen Star Wars Episode Two, you've definitely seen Lake Como. Uh, when they go to Naboo and they're at the lake country, that lake country is Italy, <laughs> and it looks the same up in Lugano. But going back to what I was talking about, Geneva, at one of the airports there, there is a train station right under the airport, and I will never forget this one little chocolatier that was there, and probably some of the best chocolates I have ever had in my life. The Swiss chocolates, whew, that's just a step above the rest. But even with that said, I, the reason why I wouldn't really be able to consider Switzerland is just because of how tricky it can be to legally move there, and the cost of living can be quite high. Then the next place that I would say that I could never consider would be Jerusalem, Israel. And let's not get into this one too much, but I'll just say as much as small little city, huge problems, huge problems. But even with that said, there is a wonderful foodie community scene there. It is so much fun and there's a lot of really great food. Also like Tel Aviv, but it's a little bit of a different feel. But living in that city does come with some complications. However, if you are a religious person and fit into one of the main three religions there, or really the main two religions, I would say you might be able to fit in and make more of a life for yourself. And I'm talking about Judaism and Islam. If you're a part of one of those two communities, settling in could be a little bit more easy. There is a Christian community there. However, they are very much a minority in that area, even though you do have a lot. Athens, Greece, another city that should be very beautiful and has a lot of history, which I would also say goes for Jerusalem. But anyway, also in going back to Athens, I would have a difficult time considering Athens for the reason I've been told that it's not the cleanest city. I've never been there in person, but this would be the reasons why I couldn't consider it. But it would be a reason that would be not necessarily why I couldn't consider it, but that would be a deterrent. I've only ever been seeing in the news really about how they have a lot of um, financial issues in the country, and it's they're supposed to be a very high unemployment rate, and even I remember a number of years ago, there were all of these stories about people not being able to take 
their money out of ATMs or having access to their money. And so for me, that would just be something that would be a little bit concerning, even though I would definitely love to go there on a vacation. But as somebody who does need to work and does need to consider these things, it would be difficult for me to consider an area that has uh, an employment market which is not so easy or maybe even a little volatile. And like I mentioned earlier, another place that I wouldn't be able to consider, but going over to a different part of the world, over in Canada, is Vancouver and Victoria, both in British Columbia, of course. Vancouver, I remember being there and just, again, seeing a lot of homeless people, a very dirty city, and a lot of drug addicts, a lot of places. And I'm not saying that being homeless is necessarily a thing that somebody should be shamed for, but... In a city where you see a lot of people who are using drugs or are addicts walking around the streets, you do feel a sense of a lack of security and a lack of safety. So for that reason, it would be difficult for me to consider that. I felt a little bit of that in Victoria, but I would definitely consider another place in British Columbia. For example, just about anywhere on Vancouver Island. It's one of my favorite places in the whole world. And then these next three cities I'm going to kind of bundle together even though they are in different countries. And that would be Manila, Hanoi, and Bangkok. And actually, even though it's not a city, I'm going to bundle the island of Bali in there too. Everybody who I've ever spoken to who's spent time as an expat in these places has only said really wonderful, great things about their experiences. Well, for the most part, other than the one common thread that seems to tie a lot of these places together about almost everybody who I've spoken to who's lived in that part of the world has come back saying that they had the very common experience of getting food poisoning very often and most people that they knew also did too. And even I have a cousin who lived in Bali and was telling me about how beautiful it is, the beaches. It's this wonderful experience because you have people from all over the world coming together and a lot of digital nomads and like-minded people who are kind of out there and this and that, whatever. Uh, Not that I'm so much a part of that world or really a part of that at all, but the way he described it, it sounded like a really fun, great place to be other than what he called the Bali diet food poisoning. He said, basically, you can get food poisoning from everything there, including the vegetables. And so for me, that one detail alone, especially as somebody who is a foodie, a definite foodie, I would have a very difficult time to consider that part of the world also because of how hot and humid it can get. But finally, for the places where I would consider to live, This is actually the shortest part of the list. The two major cities that I would consider to live in would be Rome and Lisbon. And yes, it is only these two places that I could say I could definitely consider and look into. And that's because of, well, let's start out with Lisbon. I love Portugal. It is one of my favorite countries in the world, and Lisbon is one of my favorite cities. It is a city on beautiful hills, and you have this bay, this, this what is it, bay or a river? I can't remember off the top of my head, but you have water just very much as a part of the cityscape, and you have the old Barrio Alto and then the old part of the city, 
And it's just, there's this something genuine about it that even though you have these touristy areas in the city, there is something still very Portuguese about it. And that doesn't feel like it's been completely overtaken by tourism. And that you can still get this feeling of the Fado and what things were like there. And what the real Portugal is, rather than when you go to so many cities, you don't get such a sense of that really immediately and even in the centers of the city. And fine, okay, when you're on some of the main um, squares, it doesn't feel like the rest of the area, but there's this something that I just can't quite put my finger on why I really love that city. And things there, I wouldn't say are so expensive in comparison to a lot of areas. And also one of the really nice things about it is that you are a very short train ride or car ride away from a really cute little beach town where if you need a little vacation, it's about, what, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour away in Kashkaish. Uh, C-A-S-C-A-I-S, Kazkaish, I guess would be the way you'd pronounce it in English, but Kashkaish. It's this cute little beach town that is right outside on the edge of Lisbon. But then talking about Rome, I mean, it's Rome. <laughs> This is probably the number one place, the number one city, I'll say, that I would consider if I were looking at a city to live in, if I were to do this all over again and look at moving into a city, Rome would probably be the place. It is a good size. It's not too big and it's not too small. Even if you watch the video that I did with my cousin a while back, a year ago, a little over a year ago, we walked through a huge portion of the city in that first evening while we were there. And I was really surprised how much ground we were really able to cover. Yes, it's a lot of walking and, of course, some great company. But really, there's this feeling in the air. Again, kind of like how I was saying with Lisbon, that there's this thing that I can't quite put my finger on. The only unfortunate thing about Rome is that it definitely has that touristy feel to it. Although when I was there very recently for that interview that I did on Italian television, in comparison with last year, it definitely didn't feel as touristy, even though you had some tourists around. If there was this feeling in the air, this romantic feeling. I mean, Rome, romantic. There's a connection between the words. I mean, you got to look at it a little bit. And seeing the history around you and how this very old city is still thriving in the modern age and and of course everywhere you go some really wonderful amazing fantastic food different parts of the cities have very different feelings from one another and you can find whatever it is that you're looking for and also considering within the borders of italy it is actually quite central to get from the north to the south and to get around like i live in the veneto region about say an hour and a half away from venice or no an hour, say 45 to an hour and a half away, depending on the train, or even depending on if you drive there or not. And for me to get to Rome would be three hours, three and a half hours from my door to the central station in Rome. But then to get from Rome to Venice, what, let's say about four, four and a half hours to get to Milan would probably be a similar kind of time frame to get to Naples. It's what, two hours, two hours and a half, an hour and a half, depending on the train. And then to get to Sicily, you have trains that have really great connections there. Or to get to the south, like you have, 
It's very centrally located and very well connected as far as Italian cities go. And then even if you want to get to other countries in Europe, it's not that difficult or far to, far away from other places. Again, this is more considering when we're back in a normal world, but Rome would definitely be at the top of my list of places where I would consider if I were looking at a city. And again, remember, I am somebody who definitely prefers smaller town life. But anyway, if you're considering a life abroad or if you already are living abroad, what are the places that you would consider? Are you happy where you are? Or are there other places that are very much pulling at your heartstrings or that are pulling at your sense of adventure? I want to know that down in the comment section below. Or if you think that any of the places that I've mentioned in this video would be horrible choices, let me know what you think. I want to know why. And of course, if you would like to see more content like this about moving to Italy, Italian dual citizenship, living life abroad, and updates from Italy, be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel. And if you could also give this video a like and share it with your friends, that would be so very greatly appreciated because it very much helps out the channel. And of course, to those of you who are truly helping out this channel and really helping this channel to be able to continue through Patreon, thank you so very much. Thank you so much to all of you who have been a part of this journey. It really is so amazing to be able to continue with this project because of you guys. So thank you all so much for your very direct support monthly on my YouTube channel and going through rafaeldefuria.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash rafaeldefuria. And also another big thank you to those of you who've purchased things through rafaeldefuria.com slash NYAG gear. For those who are in your life who you care about or for yourself, Thank you, because that also very much does help out the channel. And if you end up purchasing any of the NYAG gear, definitely post it on social media and tag me, send it to me, or tag it with, uh, if it's on Instagram, I don't know, hashtag um, NYAG gear. Let's make it easy. So if you do end up getting something, be sure to tag me or send me a picture. And of course, as always, I'm Rafael DiFuria. Thank you so much for joining me on another Friday night, and I look forward to seeing you all next time. Have a happy and healthy holiday season. Later.